This is the Affirm America podcast, where we stand up and speak out affirming American excellence. Coming to you deep in the heart of the Midwest, located in an undisclosed log cabin on the outskirts of town, your host, Marquis Vandemark. Welcome, welcome, welcome to the Affirm America podcast. I'm your host, Marquise Vandemark. We're glad to have you with us today. It's a little cloudy today, a little chilly out. If you haven't subscribed yet to the Affirm America podcast, you can go to AffirmAmerica.com. Give us your email address. We'll send out a notice as soon as a new episode is available. You can also reach me at Marquise at AffirmAmerica.com. That's M-A-R-Q-U-I-S at AffirmAmerica.com. Today is news, day's news that you can use. Top five news headlines for this Thursday, May 5th, 2022. Cinco de Mayo, number five. Today is National Day of Prayer. From George Washington, I now make it my earnest prayer that God would have the United States in his holy protection that he would incline the hearts of the citizens to cultivate a spirit of subordination and obedience to government, to entertain a brotherly affection and love for one another, for their fellow citizens of the United States at large, and particularly for their brethren who have served in the field. And finally, that he would most graciously be pleased to dispose us all to do justice to love mercy, and to demean ourselves with that charity, humility, and pacific temper of mind, which were the characteristics of the divine author of our blessed religion, and without an an humble imitation of whose example in these things, we can never hope to be a happy nation. Amen. Jim Daly. The Bible says the prayer of a righteous person has great power. So remember to pray. God will hear you, and that's a promise. So today on this day of national prayer, we can certainly use some prayer in our nation with all the divisiveness and the division that's going on between parties politically, between ideas, and we can see the battle is heating up, especially after the recent Supreme Court issue that just came out recently, we're more divided than ever before. So let's take a moment today, pray for our nation, pray for one another, pray for peace, pray for reconciliation, pray for the great awakening of this great nation of America. We all deserve it. All right, headline number four, U.S. trade deficit surpasses billion in a month for the first time in history. The U.S. trade deficit hit a record $109.8 billion in March as import purchases spiked, the Commerce Department announced Wednesday. March was the first time in U.S. history that a monthly deficit surpassed $100 billion. The trade deficit refers to the gap between how much America purchases from other countries versus what it sells abroad. 
March also saw a record-setting increase in imports as companies seek to restore stockpiles following recent supply chain chaos. The Wall Street Journal. Before the COVID-19 pandemic, the trade deficit had hovered for years between $40 billion and $50 billion a month. So this, uh, these numbers are quite shocking. Just tells us that we're buying too much goods from China because that's really where the trade deficit sits. It's Chinese goods coming into the U.S., which tells us that our manufacturing here in the U.S. has been decimated by the Chinese. And it's a, it's a tactic. It's, it was uh, designed that way, to bring cheap labor. If you know anything about what's happening in China with manufacturing and how the Chinese dictator and the forced labor, it's hard. We can't compete against that. But we need to, recou- we need to decouple ourselves from China. We need to bring our manufacturing back home. Not only because it's good for the American middle class, but also it's very good for a geopolitical point of view, strategically. We cannot be reliant upon a dictatorial nation like China for all of our goods. China has a lot of our rare minerals. They own a lot of those. Also our computer chips in the automobiles. Thank God that uh, some of that's coming back to the U.S., But these are things we're realizing that we need to decouple ourselves from China and see a manufacturing revolution here in the U.S. That will spike up wages. It'll provide jobs. And America can make some great products, good quality products, not the junk that we see from China that's sitting in Walmart. People wouldn't mind paying a little bit more for something that will last for a long time and not break down after a few months or years. All right, headline number three. Fed raises interest rate, raised by a half percentage point, the largest spike in 20 years. The Federal Reserve Wednesday raised its benchmark interest rate by a half point for the first time in two decades as policymakers intensify their fight to cool red-hot inflation a move that threatens to slow U.S. economic growth and exasperate financial pressure on Americans. The 50 basis point hike, a widely anticipated move, puts the key benchmark Federal Reserve rate at a range between uh, 0.75 to 1%, the highest since the pandemic began two years ago. From the Associated Press, the Federal Reserve intensified its fight against the worst inflation in 40 years by raising its benchmark interest rate by a half percentage point Wednesday. It's the most aggressive move since 2000 and signaling further large rate hikes to come in the future. So this is a direct result of uh, too much spending, too much printing money. These are the results, higher energy costs, This is a direct result of the Biden administration in just 15 months or so. We've already been through this before. We know what to do to fix it. Ronald Reagan went through it after the Carter administration. It's cutting regulation, cutting taxes, stop printing money, stop spending money. These are the things that trigger higher inflation. 
Midterms are coming up. You know where to vote. Make sure you get out and vote. And we can put a stop to the radical left Democratic Party that just likes to spend, 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 and print, print, print. All their creative ways have now come home to roost. All right, headline number two. Voters turnout in Ohio. Republicans double Democrats. Cincinnati, in the race for the open U.S. Senate seat, about 1.06 million Republican ballots were cast, according to unofficial final results from Ohio Secretary of State. That's about double the 510,000 votes cast in the Democratic primary for the seat. Also, there are more registered Democrats than Republicans in Ohio. Democrat, 947,000 Republicans 836,000. Unaffiliated, 6.2 million. So kudos to the great state of Ohio, the Buckeye State, showing their patriotic duty, getting out and voting. And uh, J.D. Vance, a Trump-endorsed candidate for Senate, was the winner. This is the the wave, the red wave we're going to see here in the midterms to take back both the Congress and the Senate. So when the primary comes to your city, your state. Make sure you get out and vote for the America First candidates. All right, headline number one. As Dems consider legislating Roe, Senators Manchin and Cinema stand tall on the filibuster. Senator Joe Manchin and Kristen Cinema said Tuesday they plan to uphold the filibuster in the wake of the leaked draft decision from the U.S. Supreme Court on overturning Roe v. Wade. The Hill. But asked about getting rid of the filibuster, Manchin defended it, saying that the filibuster is the only protection we have in democracy. We protected women's rights with the filibuster, he added. Manchin is one of two Democratic senators who have largely defended the 60-vote hurdle required for most legislation to pass the Senate. Fox News poll, the majority of Americans want abortions banned. So kudos for uh, Joe Manchin and Kristen Cinema. We need to uh, continue to support them. And what you can do, as I mentioned many times, is you can contact their offices directly. I call Joe Manchin's office regularly, and I'm not from his state, because his vote has national implications. And you can call him also as well. So the White House switchboard number is 202-224-3121. It's, most, it's, it's an automated system, so if you have fear of calling the White House, it's the, they're going to ask you what state. Just say West Virginia or if it's Arizona. And then they'll ask you which politician you'd like to speak to, you just say Joe Manchin in West Virginia, Kristen Cinema if it's Arizona, and they'll take you to their voicemail. Then you can just tell them, you know, I always praise Joe Manchin. Tom, thank you very much for holding the filibuster. You know, continue, we continue to support you. Tell them to stop the spending, stop printing money, those kinds of things. Just whatever you have on your mind that you know to be true. And this will encourage these patriots to stand up and speak out against a radical agenda on the Democratic Party. Again, kudos to Joe Manchin, Kristen Cinema, 
for upholding the filibuster. All right, that's our five top headlines for this Thursday, May the 5th, 2022. Thanks for joining us today. I'm your host, Marquise Vandemark, on the Affirm America podcast. God bless you, and we'll see you tomorrow. This is the Affirm America podcast with your host, Marquis Vandemark. And let's never forget, America is great, and we affirm it. 